Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder, and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi, and welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle. In this episode, I want to talk to you about playing to your strengths. It seems to be a topic that has kept coming up for me over the last week, and I wanted to address it and how this can help you, especially in helping you create your leveraged lifestyle. Now, on the way to the studio today, I was using my travel time in the Tesla to listen to podcasts. A really great use of net time, no extra time. We're going to be covering that as a time model in some later episodes, but it's a great way to increase your knowledge and understanding of subjects that you're interested and passionate about whilst using time that otherwise would have been dead time or me just listening to uh, the radio. But podcasts, I love also for getting great new content ideas. Now, if this is something you struggle with or you need more content to put out to your followers, your fans, to create for, I don't know, courses, blogs, podcasts yourself, then listening to other content and putting your spin on it is a great idea and something I will cover more in later episodes about how you can leverage your learning to create content that can give you more reach, more content for your own followers and fans and create great value for your audience. Now, also having a podcast, I do feel it's good practice to be listening to others, uh, especially in your field, in your area, because for me, it's about supporting the genre as well. Plus, I do believe it is such an effective method of getting your message out there because it's free for people to listen to and access all over the globe. Now, I'd love to know where you're listening from, whether that's in the UK, the USA, in Europe, or even further afield. So make sure you're in touch via the online community by going to bit.ly forward slash LLOCFB group. Now, back to the podcast I was listening to. It was actually the Gary V audio experience. Now, whether you know him or not, uh, he has some really interesting ideas on business, especially he's uh, really knowledgeable, very forward thinking about social media and using media in marketing in general. If that's an area of interest for you, are definitely worth a listen. The only thing I would say is Gary Vee is not for the faint-hearted and not all I would have playing with the kids in the car. That is actually something I'm very passionate about, ensuring that my podcast remains clean so that it is accessible for everyone. Plus, it's me. Uh, I don't swear often, if at all, and definitely not in a public arena, um, although each to their own. And I always say that you've got to be you. Now, to be fair, to Gary V. And as I say, if you if you have heard of him, if you haven't heard of him, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V-E-E, he's prolific in the content he puts out there. And actually his podcast isn't a kind of sat down studio recording or interviews, particularly they're taken from keynotes he's done, meetings he does with some of his media clients. So really he does leverage and that is a, a great way to leverage what you're up to anyway to create your content that's going to go out there to people. As I say, Gary V, he does say that he is a contradiction. And well, listening to the episode that I was listening to today, that's definitely true. He's actually very well known for his hustle mentality. I suppose a very American kind of term, but definitely one that's coming over here more with the likes of Grant Cardone and the 10X movement. And this whole kind of, you've got to hustle, hustle, grind, grind, and, you know, be working so many hours a day. And 
he was saying in this episode that he believes that true entrepreneurs should be working 15 to 17 hours per day. However, he also said that you should be auditing yourself and playing to your strengths. Like I said, something that's been coming up a lot for me over the last week or so. But this definitely feels like a contradiction in terms to me. Now, I'm sure if I interviewed Gary Vee, and Gary, if you're if you're listening or anyone who knows Gary Vee is listening, I'd really love to talk to you in person about this. And you'd be very welcome on my podcast anytime. Because I'm sure he'd say that he, this isn't exactly what he meant. And of course, you know, he doesn't do every function within his business. However, if you are truly playing to your strengths when it comes to leverage and living a leveraged lifestyle, this is something you really have to be aware of and tuned into. Now, there are a number of ways to find and define your strengths. I'm going to go through a number of questions that you might want to think about and ultimately answer that will help you tune into what you're good at and what you should ultimately leverage as soon as possible if they're definitely a weakness. So I'm going to go through some really simple questions and ideas to be thinking about and hopefully writing down as well. Use your Evernote or whatever you like to take notes on. Uh, That for me is my default Evernote. I could go in and talk about that for days, but really has changed the fact that I used to write my hand and post-it notes and backs of envelopes. Evernote changed everything for me. So use something like that to answer these questions that are really going to help you define your strengths. And then we're going to go into your weaknesses. Okay. To define your strengths, to find them as well. What do you do with ease? especially what other people might find hard or boring or monotonous. What do you absolutely just do off the bat? Really simple, really easy for you to do. What never has to go on your to-do list, but always gets done? What makes you get out of bed in the morning with a spring in your step? Now, hmm. (laughs) adults, children, let me clarify that. If you have a task to do or a meeting to go to or an errand to do, what is it that would make you jump out of bed knowing that today is the day you get to do that? Okay, what do people come to you for help with? What are you known for helping people with? And that's kind of the next one as well. What are you known for? What would people ultimately come to you for help for? And what would you be known for? Those are really going to help you define what your strengths are, what you're great at, what you should either be doing or spending your time doing. I'm, I'm going to come back to that in, in a moment. Why I hesitate on that, I'll explain in just a moment. Now, in terms of your weaknesses, now, why should I have to define these? You should probably know your weaknesses intuitively. It's things you don't want to do, right? I think for so long, though, we are taught at school to do and work on the things that we're not good at. We should work on our weaknesses, sometimes to the detriment of the things that we are good at. So I really want to tune in to what your weaknesses are because I think sometimes we forget what they are because we've tried to hide them so much. So to find your weaknesses or areas or tasks that you'll definitely want to leverage, outsource or systemize, let's answer the following questions. What do you procrastinate about? What do you put off? Find anything else to do but that you just really are putting off? What are you procrastinating about? What tasks are forever on your to-do list? They're always being put off. They always get put to the bottom of the to-do list or they're on the next day's to-do list or the next week's to-do list. You never get round to doing them. What takes you hours to do that seem to take no time at all for others? It's just hard work and a hard slog to get done. 
What would people also not know you for would never come to you for help with that they just wouldn't even know that that's an area you're good at. And actually, sometimes if you've been really good at hiding this as a weakness, sometimes they might actually come to your help for this, but you really don't want to do it or you put it off. You palm them off on someone else. So that's also a good uh, thing to note. Now, like I said, remembering that leverage isn't just about handing off the tasks you don't want to do or aren't good at or are procrastinating on. But a big tip that I encourage anyone looking to leverage their life and business to do is to think about those tasks that someone else could do quicker, cheaper and better than you, even if you don't think that is possible at the beginning. So that might be things that you think are your strengths, that people know you for, that you're known in the world for. I was speaking to someone who's a really great marketing manager and doing all the to-dos behind that. So maybe not necessarily the managing part, but he's great at getting the marketing out there, has launched many great products and people and courses out there. But actually some of that, the stuff to do that he was doing all the time, he didn't even realise someone else could be doing for him. And actually his highest IGT was really about gaining the business uh, and trust and the buy-in from the people who wanted his marketing skills. That was actually his highest IGT. And then some of the actual to do the stuff behind it that had to be done could actually be done by other people, quicker, cheaper, and potentially better. So like I said, in later episodes, I'm going to cover 25, yes, 25 different ways that a VA, a virtual assistant, could do for you. Now, some of these you might consider, like I said, areas of strength for you. However, if a VA could do these tasks for, I don't know, anywhere between £1.50, yes, that's possible, maybe up to £4, £5 per hour for you, depending on their experience and skill level, why would you not use them? If your time is worth at least £10 per hour, and I want everyone who's listening to this to consider themselves at least worth £10 per hour, if you are putting that time to better use. Now, my belief is that no entrepreneur needs to work 15 to 17 hours per day if they learn the art of leverage, which is ultimately what this podcast is all about, right? (laughs) Because what is the point of working all the hours of the day and the week if you don't have the time to enjoy the fruits of your labour and work? Time, after all, is our only finite resource. And once it's gone, we can't get it back. So in saying this, I also think each to the rain. But if you don't learn to leverage and if you want to grow and expand and scale into new areas and new business ideas, you can't be spending 15 to 17 hours of your day doing the admin, the finance, the HR, the sales, plus also working then on strategy, vision and new ideas and everything else it takes to grow and scale a business if you want to be expanding into new areas and creating multiple streams of income. So don't do what we were taught at school, which is, like I said, to work on your weaknesses and usually to the detriment of your strengths. But instead, work out what they are. And if you don't already know this intuitively, outsource, systemize, leverage your weaknesses and grow and expand on your strengths to create the lifestyle that you want. That's what this podcast is all about. I'm determined to get you all there. And like I said, Your leveraged lifestyle could be completely different to the person next to you, but that's great. I'm going to help you get there no matter what it looks like. And remember, there is no better time than now to start creating your leveraged lifestyle.